I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. We've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates. Our exclusive Rate Shield approval. First, we lock your interest rate for up to 90 days. Then, if rates go up, your rate stays locked. But if rates go down, your rate drops. Either way, you win. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate Shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Welcome to the Skull King Football Podcast, presented by Fox DFS Firelines. Now, here are your hosts, Justin and Ryan Skullrude. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Skull King Fantasy Football Podcast. This is the uh, headlines or news and notes portion, as well as the Kings and Stings portion of our Monday review. We've already done the review episode, uh, but this goes more into just covering the highlights of those who did well and those who may have hurt you in the Kings and Stings episode, as well as just a few of the highlights of some of the news and headlines and injuries that had happened uh, yesterday on Sunday. And so before we get into it, once again, please go over to iTunes, hit that subscribe button so you can continue to hear our episodes as we continue to grow this podcast. Uh, we would like to uh, invite you guys. We want to thank you guys for being a part uh, of the show as our listeners. And so let's get into it. Today's headlines. The leading one out of the day uh, was that Melvin Gordon did not play today. Obviously, uh, hopefully you were awake early enough at that 6.30 Pacific Standard Time, 9.30 Eastern Time to see that and then move Austin Eckler or potentially uh, another player that you had on your bench into the starting roster. I know a ton of players uh, in leagues that I'm in in Seattle that did not wake up early enough and, and got a big zero from Melvin Gordon, who did not play and wasn't active today. The other news was that uh, Gronkowski didn't play today either. He didn't travel with the team, so if you had heard or had been on top of uh, the information, it didn't come as a surprise, but he had a back issue come up on Friday, didn't travel with the team, but in true Belichick fashion, he continued to be ruled as questionable until game time and then was ruled out. And so uh, moving on to a couple of the other injuries that happened today, LaShawn McCoy, uh, I believe on his second touch, uh, took a hit to the head, was down for a little while, got up, was ruled out for the rest of the game, and is now ruled questionable for next week. Uh, I'm sure he will be going through concussion protocol if that's what it is. There's been no clear indication yet, as we record this episode on Sunday night, uh, of what the injury has been. It has been a head injury. Obvious signs point to a concussion, but nothing has been definitive uh, at this point, and he did not return. Sony Michelle uh, in the Chicago versus New England Patriots game limped off the field, twisted his knee up, uh, was not able to put much weight on it at all. He was ruled out for the rest of the game, going out after uh, only the the first quarter uh, I ended up in one of my teams having both Sony Michelle and LaShawn McCoy starting so that was a little bit of a rough start for me ended up still getting the win because the rest of my team was able to pull some points but it was uh it was not looking good at the start once again we wish the best uh in terms of health and recovery for both Sony Michelle LaShawn McCoy and the rest of the guys we talk about our fantasy teams are the least of the real world's concerns but 
uh, we love what we do. And so also uh, Albert Wilson was forced from Sunday's game against the Lions dealing with a right leg injury that happened when he got tackled um, running away from a player, got tackled, uh, got rolled up on a little bit from the defender, uh, and then he exited the game. Uh, Miami really wasn't able to do much in terms of the passing game without him. I mean, Albert Wilson's really the go-to guy. They went with Amendola afterwards. Amendola had a good game. But Albert Wilson, if he misses extended time, is a significant impact for the Miami pass defense to lose. Kiki Kuti also left uh, Sunday's Week 7 game after aggravating his hamstring injury, and he has already been ruled out for Thursday's game. So don't look for him uh, to be available this week. If you need to, look for waiver wires, which we'll cover in tomorrow's episode. Blal Powell also went down uh, and left the field early, headed to the locker room out of the game and did not return. And so that kind of rounds out our injury headlines. So really quickly, we're going to go through the Kings and Stings as we round out the episode. Uh, from the quarterback perspective, we always go quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. On the Kings side, Pat Mahomes does it again, continues to be the top quarterback in fantasy football with 403 total yards, four touchdowns, and one interception against Cincinnati today, continues to lead the league in fantasy production at the quarterback position. Mitch Trubisky had a good game-ish, um, great fantasy game, uh, did not end up getting the win against New England, 414 total yards, three total touchdowns, two interceptions. Andrew Luck does not have to throw the ball very far, but still gets four touchdowns. Only 156 yards was dealing with a short field all day because of Buffalo Bills turnovers. And then Cam Newton, uh, who had done nothing up until the fourth quarter, ends up getting a ton of points in the fourth quarter, finishes as a quarterback number four for the week, 318 total yards, two touchdowns. And to round it out, Tom Brady, Rounds us out at number five, 270, or 277 passing yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. Moving on to the Sting side of things, Andy Dalton, 148 passing yards, one touchdown, and one interception against a very bad or presumed bad. The, the, the Chiefs may be turning it around, or they're just blowing everybody out, forcing everyone to play one-dimensional in the passing game. And then they play well against the pass. But we'll we'll see how that rolls out over the next couple of weeks. Blake Bortles, uh, really only a sting in deeper leagues. Anything maybe in a 14-team league or much deeper. Blake Bortles has had some good games. This was not one of them. 61 yards, two lost fumbles today. Horrible uh, outing for Blake Bortles. Was replaced by Cody Kessler late in the game. Uh, and then... I only picked Deshaun Watson as the number three because we picked three. Uh, Deshaun Watson, 139 yards and a touchdown. Didn't have a horrible game. He didn't turn the ball over for the first time all season. Uh, he has had one interception in every game so far this year, um, but did what he needed to to get the win. Did not really overexert himself today, but did enough to get the win, but does end up on the Sting side of the show. On to the running backs. Kareem Hunt is showing uh, some serious form right now. 141 yards, three touchdowns, five catches involved in the game against Cincinnati. He really just torched 
Cincinnati. He has come on strong in the last couple of weeks after uh, having, I don't want to say a rough start, but the rest of his team was scoring a bunch of points. And if you were a Kareem Hunt owner, you were a little concerned that Kareem Hunt wasn't getting uh, any scores. Um, but Kareem Hunt, monster day-to-day. Marlon Mack comes in at number two with 159 total yards, two catches, and a touchdown. Uh, and the man, the myth, the legend, Todd Gurley, does it again with another three-touchdown performance against the 49ers, 86 total yards, four catches. James White shows up at number four here on our list, 97 yards, eight catches for two touchdowns. And if Michelle misses any amount of time, Look for James White to get an even higher boost than he already has. Tariq Cohen, um, shining light from the uh, the Bears' offense outside of Trubisky, or sorry, outside of uh, Trey Burton and Trubisky. Uh, Eighty-three total yards, eight catches, and a touchdown on the Stings. There's a lot here um, based off of a lot of injuries. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott probably the one that hurts the most because he played the whole game. Only had 42 total yards, two catches, uh, as we mostly talk about PPR. Matt Breida hurt a lot, but he's been banged up, so you may have had a different option uh, in your starting lineup anyway. Matt Breida, 15 yards and a fumble. Ends up with negative points because of that fumble. Sony Michelle, 35 yards, one catch, and a fumble. Ended up with two points um, before leaving with an injury. McCoy had one yard before leaving with an injury to his head, uh, which rounds out our, our four main stings. You could count uh, Melvin Gordon on there if, if, uh, if you didn't replace him uh, as he ended up with zero points and was inactive. But if you paid attention, you had somebody else. So I didn't really count him on that list. On to the wide receiver side of things. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders comes in as the top wide receiver of the week with his great performance Thursday night against Arizona. 130 total yards. That includes his 28 passing yards. Uh, and then two total touchdowns, one in the air and one receiving through the year. Uh, coming in at number two, Adam Thielen has another monster of a game. Nine catches, 110 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, John Brown comes in at number three. Seven catches, 134 yards, and a touchdown against the Saints. Jarvis Landry against the Bucks, 10 catches, 97 yards, and a touchdown. And Alshon Jeffrey uh, coming on strong since missing the first couple of weeks with injury. The Eagles are really playing well. Unfortunate that they lost today, but I look for the Eagles to continue to play well in that division and still win the division because they have the best quarterback. Alshon Jeffrey, 7 catches, 88 yards, and a touchdown. On the Sting side of things, Allen Robinson was really primed for a good game against the New England Patriots. Trubisky has been playing well over the last couple of weeks. But Allen Robinson comes in, one catch for four yards. Really hurt your fantasy value this week with one point, depending on your scoring system, or 1.4 points. Tyler Boyd, also set to have a big game against Kansas City. Doesn't get it done. Three catches, 27 yards. That's more on Dalton, I think, than anybody else. And then a surprise, a serious surprise for me, as I've been high on Kenny Galladay for the last two seasons, um, two catches, 37 yards. This wasn't really, this had more to do with game script and them being widely successful on the ground uh, and not needing to throw in that game. And so on to the tight ends, 
Coming in at number one, Trey Burton comes in finally living up to the preseason hype. A lot of the hype at the beginning of the year was that he was going to uh, break the record for uh, yards for a tight end for the Chicago Bears. Had not really been on any sort of pace towards that, but comes up big. Nine catches, 126 yards, and a touchdown. Zach Ertz doing what he does, getting a ton of yards and a ton of catches. Really only two uh, pass-receiving options there of note uh, for Philadelphia. Aguilar has really dropped off, has had uh, some serious drop issues. But Zach Ertz, nine catches, 138 yards. George Kittle continues to prove himself as a top-five tight end. Five catches, 98 yards, and a touchdown. The surprise on here is really Michael Roberts, three catches, 48 yards, and two touchdowns. I mentioned it on the uh, the weekly review uh, episode, if you've already heard this. He has four catches on the season and three touchdowns. So he's not widely used until they get into the end zone, until they get into the red zone. But he's still not used. He, don't grab him. He won't be on here again. Ben Watson rounds us out at fifth. Six catches, 43 yards, and a touchdown. That 500th career touchdown uh, from Drew Brees. So that replay of Ben Watson's touchdown today is going to be played for years to come. And then on the Sting side of things, Eric Ebron, three catches, 31 yards. There wasn't a lot of passing yards coming from the Colts today. There were four touchdowns. Two of those went to T.Y. Hilton, uh, and then one went to Swope. And so there, there wasn't a lot of... There wasn't a lot to go around for Eric Ebron today. Uh, I don't imagine them having that many short drives uh, in the coming weeks. But once again, Jack Doyle is still out there. And when Jack Doyle comes back, Eric Ebron's uh, workload drops off massively. Kyle Rudolph, one catch, 16 yards. Um, I was high on Kyle Rudolph early at the season because Kirk Cousins has had a top five fantasy tight end each year at Washington. Granted, that was Jordan Reed or Vernon Davis or the combo between the two. But Kyle Rudolph seems to be uh, the odd man out in the passing game there at Minnesota with Diggs and with Thielen ahead of him. And then finally, Jordan Reed, two catches for 43 yards. It was a low-scoring game between two NFC East division rivals in the Cowboys and the Redskins. Ugly game overall from both sides, but Jordan Reed was projected to score a whole lot more. Considering that Washington had a whole bunch of injuries in the wide receiving court anyway and was without Chris Thompson, you thought that Jordan Reed was, was primed to get more volume, but he didn't. And so that rounds out. Uh, our Kings and Stings portion. Once again, we want to thank you guys for listening. We are incredibly appreciative that you would welcome us into uh, your little iPhones or Android devices to be able to listen to us and listen to what we have to say about fantasy football. We are incredibly appreciative. Hit that subscribe button. You can enter in to win $100 if you screenshot that subscribe button and send it over to us at SkullKingFootball.com on Facebook or SkullKingFootball.com on Instagram. This has been Justin Scalver. This is your uh, headlines and Kings and Stings episode. Have a good one, guys. Hey, Skull King Nation. Thank you for listening to the Skull King Football Podcast. Did you like this episode? If so, be sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube to subscribe. 
Also, please leave us a rating and reviews to let us know how we can better help you rule your leagues. I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. We've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates. Our exclusive rate shield approval. First, we lock your interest rate for up to 90 days. Then, if rates go up, your rate stays locked. But if rates go down, your rate drops. Either way, you win. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.